You are listening to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Have you checked out their Formula helmet yet? Well, you should because Fly Racing has redefined expectations in both safety and performance with the Formula helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring the Rion technology, Conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the Formula helmet to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Fly Racing Formula helmet changed the game. Okay, uh, Jorge Prado, MXGP of um, uh, France. France. France, we're in France. <laughs> um, Obviously, you came here to salvage points. You did that. Second motor, you salvaged a lot of points, so that was good. But obviously, not the day you'd want in a normal circumstance. You weren't very comfortable. Just a rough day, and I guess you're glad it's over. Yeah, I mean, uh, I still didn't know I, I was going to ride. If I was going to race this morning, because I didn't ride the bike. And, you know, doing some couple of exercises, it was still hard with my arm. And uh, I just got on the bike for practice, and I knew it was going to be difficult. I, ride, I rode way more than normal. <laughs> Just to, you know, get a little bit of movements and stuff. And, and um, yeah, it was not easy. Um, I was struggling all day. I didn't have power on my left arm. And and I think it's kind of normal still from the surgery and stuff. And and also a little bit struggling with my right uh, leg um, on, the, on the inside. You know, I didn't have the power to, you know, hold the, hold the bike. So in some corners I was also struggling. And it was just a struggle all day. I mean, I, luckily I could survive. Uh, the start really didn't help me to, to be up front because, you know, just the box was in the in a different position. Normally it's like on 20th, but yeah. this race was in the, I think, 16th. Yeah. So I had to go, let's say, th- those meters more to the yeah. right and, and every meter counts. So, uh, yeah, of course the qualification didn't go good. I tried to put a couple of laps, but, <clears throat> you know, I was riding too slow. I... I just couldn't hold on, and on the jumps I was very scared, and and it is what it is. We managed to get the uh, 16 in the first model and 12 second model. I need to be happy with that. I need to be happy with that. Are you happy? You actually like now it's done. You know what results you got. Are you happy you rode today, or do you regret it a little bit? <clears throat> no, I'm very happy. I'm very happy because I think it also helped my arm to get again moving. Um, I needed those points, at least some points, you know. The, I'm still in the fight for a championship and I want to really bounce back. I was, as you could see last week, in a very high level, uh, battling for motor wins like I always do. So, so yeah, when you see you are there and uh, that I was in a very good position for the championship back then, again, because I was good in Turkey, then I made a mistake and I bounced back with good races and, and again, uh, a mistake and uh, it's part of the sport, but this year it's... Yeah, it's uh, not so easy, not so easy. I was struggling in the beginning, then all these stupid things. and You know, I just need to survive this race. That's what I did. Um, and yeah, I think I will get better for, for Spain. So um, talk me through the surgery, because obviously it was a deep cut. There yeah. were rumors that it had done nerve damage to your no. hand, but that's, that was completely yeah. uh, wrong from the yeah. start. So the surgery, just basically the cut was so big that it needed surgery, I guess. Yeah, well, uh, the cut was very, very deep. I was very lucky that I didn't, I didn't get any muscle or nerve damage. Um, yeah, I mean, the rumors about that was because of after the crash, I couldn't, you know, I have a strange feeling on all my fingers of yeah. the hand, so that was true. But, you know, at the end of, um, just before getting into the surgery, I was feeling okay, so uh, about that. Yeah. 
uh, surgery had to be done because it was uh, such a deep cut that they had to really look if there was some damage and uh, if um, it, and they had to clean everything very yes. well. They had to put the stitches, stitches in inside and on the outside and, uh, and and yeah, just in a very yeah bad place because you move the arm and then the skin is you know kind of in tension. Yes. So it's just over here. So so uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's about that. Um, so, first motor in Germany, the best race you've ever done in your life. Yeah, you rode absolutely unbelievable. You passed Jeffrey straight up. The pass you made on Jeffrey was beautiful. Yeah, like, actually, like, I could watch that on repeat over and over and over. So, before we talk about the crash, that actual moto, I guess you were just like so happy. Even now, like, yeah. like okay, it ended bad, but you must be so happy with how you rode because that was like you taking it to another level. Yeah, I mean, um, like I said previously in other interviews, I knew I was going to improve. I know I, I still need to improve, and uh, that's not my maximum, you know. What you see in Tershendal, it's just part of the progress. So, um, I mean, it was a track that was really, you know, suiting a little bit my style. I could stand up everywhere, not like here, that it's like first gear track. It's like a 65 pit bike track, you know, so small and so, yeah, no sense, but. Um, yeah, in Tertental, you know, you got many rats, a couple of options, and you can stand up yeah. a lot. And I really like that, just to get a good flow in the rats and try to, you know, use the bumps and the rats. And it was just a perfect day. I was feeling good on the bike. Um, I was just getting, yeah, more loose than normal. Also in the jumps, a bit more loose. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, like you said, one of the best races in my life. Uh, physically, it was good. And uh, the pace we were going was... Uh, yeah, it was, it was cool passing also Jeffrey Bag and you know they all say yeah you you do good races because you started first in this <laughs> case you know I was second for a while and then I got into first so with the most beautiful pass <laughs> it was beautiful you know already started by the downhill where I pre-jump and then I go outside and but you know <laughs> it is what it is it ended up uh, just few not even a second after passing the finish line yeah I'm not even going to ask a question um, you the microphone is yours explain to the people what happened because obviously everyone everyone ha likes to have their ideas and their theories and yeah. every and then now people are going really crazy <laughs> so I mean, just explain it from your I, side i want to say something that um i i never experienced in my life and it was something like that uh, um, obviously you know the people who are sitting behind the phone uh, the most of them doesn't know anything about motocross or they think they know but they actually don't yeah. They don't know what was going on, and then they just, you know, want to um, criticize someone and, and put the, all the um, like the the fault to one rider, where there is actually, I would say, really not fault for any anyone, you know. And now I will explain to you, but where I want to go, it's that it was not really nice, you know, to hear all these opinions, and uh, you know, they all I got thousands of messages, actually. Um, very bad messages oh. uh, saying very very uh, unhuman things that I don't understand because uh, it's you know y you can think about that but I think send it is it's uh, it's really from being bad yeah. you know so there's a lot of bad people in this world and and I think the people need to think a little bit you know when uh, I'm sitting in the hospital and the only thing I want to to think it's on getting back on my bike and, and not really on and here these stupid guys putting very yeah bad comments or just even sending messages I mean the people is so crazy 
but luckily uh, I, it doesn't really affect me at all <laughs> I don't really care because they are all stupid the guys that send all these messages but so going to the point what happened it's uh, we are in the last lab and obviously after the finish line oh sorry before the finish line there was this bump and uh, well I knew if I was getting into that bump first it would be over yeah. the race I mean it was clearly it was, it was it, there wasn't the possibility not yeah. even 1% possibility to him that he could win Jeffrey so uh, yeah I just got a little bit to the left and I took a different rut. Normally I was kind of in the middle, but yeah. last lap I just I got a little bit to the left and I took a different one. Yeah. That kind of led me a little bit into the middle. At the end of the rut, because the, in the beginning of the rut was quite straight and that's why I took it. But at the end of the rut, just before the ramp, it took me a little bit to the yeah. right. So I just said, okay, pff, I mean, well, I, was, I mean, I go to the right then because the exit of the track is, yeah. you jump and you need to go directly to the right. It's okay. Like, oh, convenient. <laughs> okay, perfect. Then I jump and I go to the right. I mean, and it was the last lap. I thought he would, you know, shut yeah. the, the the throttle because it was. I mean, um, I was going to win, yeah. so I I jumped quite relaxed, and the bike, you know, moved a little bit to the right because of this of this ride. And um, yeah, and just before, you know, when one wheel was still in the air and the other one in the ground, then I looked to the right because I heard his bike and I knew we were going to crash. Yeah. So it wasn't really that I really wanted to go to the right because the race was over, you know. The, the people saying, no, but you want to cross, jump, and you guys are stupid. Like, Watch this. You know? They don't even know that, that the, uh, the race is finished yeah. actually before the ramp because yeah. the, uh, like the transponder is over there. Yeah. And the people are so stupid that they don't. I mean, they like to criticize every, everybody and they think they are the best and they know a lot. And they, yeah, but this guy is so dirty. Okay, show me where I'm dirty, you know. Now they say, yeah, Prado, it's so dirty. Blocking everybody, yeah. I mean, blocking? <laughs> I passed Jeffrey. I didn't block. Yeah. Check the lap times. Who's the, who was the fastest? I think I, was, I had the best lap of the race. So With a beautiful pass. With a beautiful pass. So, I mean, if they, if they like to say, like, they, if they want to think that, I mean... It's their, their problem, but I, I don't block anyone, you know. I'm just doing my race, and if they can pass me, that's a different yeah. story, you know. You need to also ride smart, and, and if you know that they go to the left, then you go to the left, you know. You, you just try to defend your position. It's not blocking. It's defending your position and fighting for the win, because I want to win this championship, yeah. and, and obviously we are here to, all to win, so... But always in a respectful way. I mean, you can't find even one video, one picture where I, where I block past someone. Yeah. I never, I, I actually never in my life got in contact with another rider. So well, you take the whole shot like every time. You don't even know how to pass riders. <laughs> That's another story, you know. I don't even know. Like this weekend, uh, this weekend I was like, you. I what don't. Are you people doing? I mean, wow, it's, everybody's so crazy, you know. I'm used to starting first and clear track. You, I, you know, I take it easy. Well, not easy, but. I see my lines yeah. and I'm clean and this and then I see people going from left to right and then they tell me I'm going, I'm blocking. I mean, in the first lap, if you are from the 10th to the 20th position, it's just, it's just crazy. It looks like the war, you know? It's like uh, one guy's going out of the track, it's going over the bars, then another one wants to cut him, then another one bounces with another one. Yeah, Someone's paddock revving behind you. They <laughs> jump into each other in the, in the jumps, you know, in that positions. And then they tell me I'm the dirty one. I mean, the people, it's crazy, you know, but uh, I'm, I'm a clean rider and I like to play clean. So that's, uh, that's, that's it. This is what, um, yeah, this is what I thought, because most of the time, if you're going into the last corner and there's a battle for lead, the last corner is the last time to make something happen. Yeah. So normally, and this isn't Jeffrey's fault, but normally the rider in second 
goes into the last corner, tries, and then goes, ah, oh, okay, and it's over, and gives up. So I'm guessing you thought it was that situation. You didn't realize yeah, you were in I a mean, drag race to the finish. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't need to go full gas to the finish no. because the race was over, yeah. you know? It's okay, it's not over till the, till the checkered flag, but... It was over. I mean, there was okay. Maybe the, my bike stops and he wins, you know. But I have a KDM. Normally, we touch wood. Normally, it doesn't break. So, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it was just a race incident. How um how are you mentally? Because when you were saying before about how this year has been tough, I was thinking how last year you got yourself into a good position and then that was taken from you. Yeah. This year, not to bum you out, you got yourself into a good position. Then yeah. this happened. So how are you doing with this mentally? Mentally. Man, I need to bounce back. Huh? <laughs> I need to go back into that 1-1 uh, one, one, uh, thing if, uh, if I can because uh, points are important and, uh, of course, every time are, you know, uh, less races because yeah. we are racing and, uh, and I need to get back into my real shape and uh, real speed. So try to, I will try to figure out this very quick and uh, we see. And uh, last thing. Is second or third in a championship, does that mean anything to you? If you, if by salvaging points today you end up third in a championship, second, are you going to be like, oh good, I'm happy with that? Or is it, for you, is it win or nothing? Yeah, I don't care if I'm third, actually. <laughs> for me, third, it's, okay, I, I was riding, yeah. you know? Yeah. Second, well, I was close, but <laughs> I'm going for the win. You yeah. can see it in every single race. I'm one of the best riders yeah. right now. Uh, if, uh, yeah, in some tracks, even the, the best I can be, yeah. so... Um, yeah, I think physically I'm getting better. I'm getting into a real good shape. Um, it was a pity intentional to get this crash because I think, you know, this championship would have been very interesting, especially on a track like this. I could, getting a good start, you know, I, we could have had a very good fight, not only two riders today, but maybe three, yeah. you know. So, but you never know. You never know. And uh, I'm luckily I'm, I finished the weekend and on my feet, not on the hospital. and. And I'm happy to leave the track and with two good mod, two okay models, I would say, yeah. uh, with uh, my situation right now, the maximum I could do. So that's it. Yeah, Jeremy Sewer, MXGP of France. Um, last week we said you were on your way up. You were feeling positive. You were feeling good. You were feeling happy. Everything was going well. Uh, today was another big step forward, almost a podium. Podium speed for sure. And like, I feel like this is another. This is just super, super positive. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I'm actually a bit disappointed to end up. I think fifth overall again, which on paper is the same as I did the last two weeks, but same points than podium. So I just had to get uh, the rider in front of me, which I was really close to getting, poles. And I would have been uh, on the third uh, step of the podium, which is another really good step. And um, I'm super happy. I, I was there from the first minute. I enjoyed riding a bit, a lot more, let's say. I was, you know, finding confidence uh, in the bike, in myself. I had two strong motors really solid uh, just two to three little things yeah costed me that podium uh, and that's it yeah I mean first two Romes has been riding awesome today I mean he got that plus riding at home plus this is his kind of track you know he loves it I think so we need to give it to him today but still uh, I'm coming back and uh, it's going upwards and I, I'm still not done I think that, um, well, I hope you're not done. You've got like quite a few years left. Jesus, uh, <laughs> calm down. My progress. Okay. I'm not done with my progress. That's what I want to say. Okay. Jesus, I was going to say, are we announcing a retirement here? <laughs> um, that first moto off the start, obviously, you started second. You haven't had much of a chance to see what the leading guys are doing this year. 
obviously most of the time you're starting sixth, fifth. So to get a proper look at their pace, what they do on the first couple of laps, how they are operating at the moment, uh, did anything surprise you? Did it feel just like last year? Like what did you think of the pace that uh, Jeffrey and Roman were going early in Moto1? Um, honestly, I was surprised how I could go with them. I mean, obviously Romain got me in lap two straight away, but or even the first lap, but he was just really good. I didn't even bother to put the elbows out too much because I prefer to watch what he does. Yeah. And I actually could follow him for about five, six laps, you know, to to see. And and I had the speed. I just like I wasn't used to it. I I felt like, oh yeah, my bike is good, but in that speed we need to adjust a few little yeah. things and then after 10-15 minutes I just started to lose the flow a bit which was completely me but I if everything if I'm used to that again yeah. I think I could just stay there it's nothing I mean this sounds like uh, crazy now but it's nothing special they do they just uh, have a good pace and they keep it up and they, they don't make mistakes but it's not that I was like, oh, wow, like it's impressive. What are they doing? I mean, no, because even Jeffrey in the first lap, he had two or three moments in front of me. I was like, oh, what are you doing? Like, fuck, that was a big kicker, Jeffrey. You know, like, so it's not that they are from another planet. <laughs> I, don't know why. I don't know why that's got me that. <laughs> um, um, I guess, hold on, right. I guess... Um, it's like if you put a 10th place rider there, they would be shocked. But you've done this every year. So for you, it's like putting on a whole pair of gloves. You're like, okay, this this fits me. This is this is exactly how I remember. Yeah, it is. Like, uh, as I mentioned, it, it, it wasn't something crazy. Okay, you need to have all the puzzle together to really stay there and to fight these guys. This is another story. And especially now, as I said, Tudoy Romain was on his A game. Jeffrey tried to push also, but... He wasn't as strong as him, but he, he, they were not that, you know, in the second motor, I mean, I didn't finish uh, finish sixth or whatever, but I, we were close. I mean, it wasn't that they were gone by 50 yeah. seconds, you know, which was still the case like in Germany or something. It's like we said last week, Ben, um, your bike was set up for tyre, Jeremy, and now today you have learned that you do need to kind of set it up for fast, Jeremy, again, or faster, Jeremy. You're always fast. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, in the second motor, we made a few small changes and my bike felt great you know and i i just uh, the story in the second motor was my start because i entered actually the first corner being up front like if you watch the video i'm the guy furthest up front yeah. uh, but jeffrey was on the inside of me just pushing me so i couldn't turn because he he was there i had no chance to to turn in i had to wait for him to get around to make my corner and that costed me Tony coming from yeah. the outside because there was nobody except him and then I saw a, a really good like free space let's say on the right on the inside and I went for that and all out of a sudden Jeffrey decided to do the same but he was slightly in front yeah. so he just cutted me off big time on that quite dangerous straight yeah. so I had no vision had to break and it made click and I was in sixth place straight away and I was like, ah, oh, no, you know, like coming from actually whole shot, the best start yeah. from all of them to be in sixth was like frustrating, but that's how it is in MXGP, you know. That reminds me, because I wanted to say this, both starts, both motos, your like initial jump out the gate, you were way better than everyone else. Like looking at his side on, it was like, oh, that Yamaha guy is like the best starter here. Like you look like Prado. Um, Anything, <laughs> anything, uh, anything to that? Anything you've done for starts? Any is there anything to that? 
Um, was it just randomly a good day? No, I'm starting like that for a while now. I have just... Uh, you've got your special clutch. Yeah, I, <laughs> don't tell them. They told, they heard that once. Now we don't have to okay. tell that too much, you know. No, like we've worked uh, on it all year and my mechanic is crazy about starts and he knows how to set up the bike for the yeah. start. And okay, we had some issues this year. We had some struggles, but I think uh, we found uh, the right middle now and I've always been starting well the thing is just when you are a P17 in time practice nobody checks the outside of the gate they are like watching the top five and then nobody realizes actually I'm starting well because like in Turkey and stuff I came from far outside and I had one of the best starts I was just at the end of nowhere so So what you're saying is Prado gets all the credit for being a good starter but you're coming for him I'm coming I mean (laughs) Uh, this, you know, we can blame him for what he did last week uh, with Jeffrey, whatever. But he's, if you need to beat somebody on the stars, it's him. But yeah. it's it's definitely doable, okay. In average, he's very strong. Yeah. But yeah, we are uh, also working on this one. And today we had two really, really good starts. And again, reminded me again, uh, Latvia, we were talking about how your time qualifying was a bit in a bit of a dip. Like you just couldn't make it happen except for Czech which was another good day. Um, so I feel like qualifying third this morning was another sign that you are coming back. And I'm guessing even you, like you looked at that and were like, okay, this means something. Yeah, I mean, I worked on it, of course, like I, like I couldn't really do the last few months. Now I'm really focusing back on speed because I can ride 35 minutes yeah. by now. This is stone enough, moros, but the speed for one lap is important just to get a gate pick. I mean, like a race like today, if you are outside of the top seven, eight, that's it for you. You can start as good as you want. It's so hard to to be up front. And the only reason Tony was up front, the funny story, guys, he used a scoop tire in the second motor. Really? He did. What? Okay, you obviously. Don't. I'm guessing you weren't in his team meeting. But why the hell would you do that? Like, can you have any idea why? Other than he was just hoping for the start. Start only the start because the, we thought about it as well yesterday oh, because really? I saw. Uh, Lapucci, uh, AMX 250, yeah. on a scoop tire, second moto, only for the start, because the start straight was ripped really deep, and it was, it's not clay, it's yeah. more like a gravel, sand kind yeah. of based thing, so actually scoop tire does help a lot on this start, and yeah, he did it, and he, that's why he was up front at the start. But this is why we do, like, at this point, you're not even a rider, you're now just like an analyst. <laughs> we need to see this kind of stuff and you know we thought we considered it and we we thought about it but in the end okay no nobody's doing it and let's just anyways I start really well so why should we risk the track side you know for like having a good start anyways but uh, do you think think that would have been shit on the rest of the track or do you think it would have been like manageable not too bad I mean in the past the scoop tire was like no way but yeah. by now the scoop tire is they changed the, the, the way of how it is like especially the Pirelli is, has quite a strong rubber yeah. still on so on acceleration I don't see any disadvantage to be honest for me it's more like a bit you know the braking like the opposite of the tire where it's like not stable yeah. but I think if you follow the outsides, which, what we did today anyways in many, many yeah. corners, and we had like stuff to turn on and ruts even, it's it's not too bad. I think today it's, it's, it's better to start third and then have a little fight with the tire during the motor than start eight yeah. and have a good tire because 
you will maybe lose one spot, but you will not make five up with, you know, so. Um, two part question. First part, you've obviously raced here for the international. When you do an international here, do you like this track? Mm, depends. It's it's a fun track to ride on because it has some cool little things. It's technical, some nice charms. It's it's definitely not like completely shit. Yeah. Like it's it's fun, but to race, I I never really enjoy to race race because it's frustrating and and the sun is low because we come here like in the yeah. like very early in the year or now we're really late so even the second model some parts we just couldn't see yeah. from the shadows but it's not a bad track but it's just very very narrow and i mean not much passing goes on because it's just super hard you know well part two was going to be what did you think of it for a gp but i guess now you're going to just tell me it's shit yeah it's shit no like <laughs> Like I said, as a, just like this morning, it's a fun track. It's not that you say, ah, oh, this track sucks. Yeah. No, it's it's you can enjoy some technical things as a set, but to race on uh, as an MXGP rider, question mark. Thank you for that. Um, message for your fans. These interviews, you're getting a lot of fans. Um, you were nothing before me. You're just, just nothing. Pathetic. I've made you into a champion. <laughs> <laughs> message for your fans or message for me <laughs> ah, I mean I appreciate it no I mean do you admit you were nothing before me yeah I agree you made me a hero you made me a you're better today star. because of me yes 100% you are I agree but you I, I guess you are not looking forward for your way back home I will not tell you why but you will have a tough time what yeah. What? What? Going home from here? Yeah, yeah. You will have a tough time. I'm sorry to say. I mean, Why? I love uh, you, but you what? will have a tough time. You will see. Have you like, <laughs> bug? Like what? Have you bombed my? Like, have you put a bomb in my bag? Or no. <laughs> like, am I going to go through airport security no. and they're going to be like, oh? It's not physical. No, okay. no. It's no physical pain. It's maybe a bit like. Are you just going to like message me insults the entire time I'm traveling? Or? No, no. So I it's not emotional pain. It's it's done. Like I will be off my phone for traveling, but you will you will you will uh, enjoy uh, the next few hours days. You will okay. Well, this is our last interview ever. <laughs> yeah, um, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Like I screwed it up. I think I will never have an interview with. with would you me. replace me if I stopped interviewing? Would you Would you replace me with someone else? Yeah. It's hard. It's impossible to replace you. I mean, you are just your game is too strong. There is no other. Well, now we're trying to make your game stronger. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm strong, so I'm trying to bring the people, other people up. Okay. 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 Good. We done? Yeah, yeah. I'm done today. That's it. Sorry. Next week uh, we come for more. Uh, Last, we'll end on a proper question. Like Spain? I hated it last year. (laughs) Brilliant. Worst GP I had there in all I. I made a front flip yep. on a braking area. I mean, how is it possible to, to front flip on a that tells? I just thought you were a goon. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Spain last year, disaster. That I just didn't arrive anywhere. Yeah. And I mean, that's the best uh, mindset that can go there. Like so next week's interview is just going to be fire. Yeah, it's going to be good. I mean, no, I mean, this is a new year, different situation, uh, different bike, different everything. So. I hope uh, it's different this time. Hey, uh, Calvin Vlandering, uh, MXGP of France. Good day for you speed-wise. You're definitely still a top six speed guy, so that's good. Uh, obviously not so much in the results, DNF first race, but the second moto was a nice way to rebound and like 
everyone remembers your last result, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, true, exactly. I think uh, we ended off the day pretty good. I had a good time practice. I was a P7, and first moto I was in P8 before I had a small fuel issue. And then uh, yeah, second moto, I uh, rebounded with another seventh place. So I would say like top seven uh, speed today. Um, definitely felt like that was that was where I felt comfortable. I think the I tried to stay with C with the, the second moto. He was yeah. he was in front of me, but he he pulled away um, a few laps in, and I it was like five seconds the gap for a few laps, and then at the end he he, he found some some speed, and I was. Uh, I was in seven, just riding around by myself. So overall, I'm happy about today. Um, yeah, good day. Could have been a little better, but uh, yeah, good good day. It's funny how stuff like that's normal now. Like, oh yeah, I was just following Sewer. Like last year, mm. stuff like that was kind of like a big step. Like we would have made a massive deal out of like, that's another rung on your little ladder of progress. Now that's normal, which shows how far you've come and like why people are starting to take notice. That's true, actually, now that you say that. I, I said to my mechanic also like, I was I raced here last year in the beginning of the season and I was so slow compared to like Jeffrey and Fevre and those guys and now if you look at the, the the gap you know to to them like now is not so not so much compared to what it was last year which is which is cool to see the progress that I've made in the in the in the two or year and a half that I've been racing in this class so it's I'm still I'm still learning I'm still building I'm still getting better and uh, there's still a lot more to to show to be honest I still don't feel 100% comfortable out there. Um, so, yeah, I think it's all all positive. We've always talked about like how you're not on a factory team, you're not on a factory bike, but I don't think we've ever gone at this specific point. How much testing do you get to do like compared to being a factory rider? Like, Do you get to do a lot of testing but on very specific stuff? Like, You don't get to go through 10 different versions of something? Or like, how does that work? Uh, to be honest with you, it's, it's completely different to a factory team. Whereas in Honda, I was really testing quite often, yeah. and they had it planned. You know, at the beginning of the season, they this week we're doing testing, that week we're doing testing, middle of the year we're doing one week testing. You know, but to be honest, I haven't even tested one day with the with the team. No, honestly, well, like since the beginning of last year or just this year? No, this. If I think about this year, okay. I've done. Um, I think one day of suspension testing yeah. with technical touch, I guess. With technical yeah. touch, yeah, and um, with the engine. Um, They've kind of just given me an engine, and I'm I'm, I'm on that engine. So you can't really I can't, I don't have I don't have the possibilities to change what I want. Um, I've I've told them what I want, but it, yeah, it's it's kind of just this is the engine, and this is what you're going to ride. So well, now we're all much more impressed with your seventh place. Um, <laughs> um, Two-part question. First part, you've obviously raced here before for the international. When it's a pre-season international, do you like it then? Ah, oh, no. Okay, well, straight to the second part. What did you think of it for a GP? Oh, it was it was so, so one line, so small, yeah. so small, really small, like, like a one to five track or eighty five cc track for me. Um, especially on the four fifty, you don't really uh, get into the horse power, or you, you're not using the, the full power of the four fifty. That's why you see the, the two fifty lap times are the same yeah. as the four fifty. So, um, for me, this is not a GP track. We should go to Saint John or or on or something like this. And nowhere to pass as well. Like it's just basically screwed all around yeah pretty much you just have to follow wait for a mistake or you have to have in your head one section where you really plan um so that like four four corners before you on the wheel so that in this corner you you make it make it happen but it's not it wasn't easy to pass i don't think i passed one rider the whole day i don't think anyone did Uh, the thing is i guess like i watched the emx races on tv last night like the replay it looks cool on tv and i was like oh 
maybe I just was in a bad mood yesterday. Like, this looks like a sick track. And then today I was like, oh, actually, it's not. Like, I feel like everyone at home is going to be like, this is amazing. But when you're here, it's like, it's, well, especially when you're riding, but even when you're watching here, it's quite, I mean, like, different. It's, it was fun. Like, I had, an, I had fun in practice to, with the jumps. There's a few nice jumps to, to do some whips and scrubs on. But to race it, it's, it's something different, yeah. I think. Uh, it's, it's fun to ride, but not so nice to race. And uh, obviously we've got to ask, we're all just still waiting for next year. Nothing's happened really, nothing's changed, just we're all just waiting. Exactly, I think uh, there's not much movement been happening the last two weeks. Uh, yeah, what can I say? I'm just waiting, I'm just waiting. Uh, you have options, don't you? Um, you've, like, there's some very good options, but you have three to four? Like, what are we talking here? Yeah, I, I have a few options, um, yeah. but I'm still... I'm seeing what's best, what's best for me, and uh, and what yeah what what suits me best, and and I still have to wait for a few other teams to confirm things. Um, but uh, yeah, I have a few options. I'll, hopefully, I, I know something more in the next week or two. To be honest, it's another little like look at how far you've come. Like when you went into 450s, your option was like whatever someone put in front of you like now you're in a position where you can say to a team like okay i'm going to wait before i do this because i like you want to see how the market plays like again i mean super positive interview but just yeah. another look at how far you've come yeah exactly i think i'm i think the like the best privateer uh, rider at the moment and um i'm still not the first rider on the factory team yeah. which i i understand that and i'm realistic with that but i feel like i deserve a, a, a spot in the factory team as a second rider and to prove myself that i can be a f number one rider in a, in a year or two hey uh, brent landonic uh, mxgp of france i'd imagine that at the moment you're quite frustrated because obviously the season started off ridiculous like insanely well like way more than i expected way better than you probably expected everyone mm -hmm. so i guess ever since you had like the little injuries and stuff you're just trying to get back there but I feel like you're kind of going in a good way now. Yeah, you know, it went backwards a little bit when I broke my ribs. Yeah. But then uh, after the summer break, I would say, like, I felt strong again and the riding was better. But it, it hasn't been like before, to be honest. Like, it's hard to get the same confidence back after an injury like, like you, you had before. And uh, this last weekend has been uh, like kind of a struggle. Like, uh, I mean, like, I didn't, I didn't feel bad this weekend I would say like in time practice this was one of my better uh, qualifying yeah. because this is this is uh, uh, this is an issue for me like uh, this is hard for me like I'm, I'm really struggling in, in quality practice always so uh, but yeah so this was better it was a good start of the day and uh, yeah first model I uh, yeah I had a good jump out of the gear but I, I, I hit a few rides in the corner and, and came around like P20 P21 I think moved up a little bit to P15 but nothing special like didn't feel great actually second model was doing a little bit better I think I was like 13 14 and then had a yeah quite a big crash and uh, hit my uh, my wrist a little bit but uh, yeah I'm alright it's just I want to finish strong you know this year but it, it's hard like the guys you know they're so fast like it, it you have to, you need a good start it, you need a little bit of luck it's 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 hard yeah <laughs> i think people forget as well like at this point in the season okay the guys are still fast but there's normally only like two of them yeah. <laughs> like if you look at the this time last year mm -hmm. the field was like half as good this yeah. is like round one still yeah so like 
I feel like that's where riders like you sometimes get like misunderstood a little mm -hmm. bit because in comparison to this time last year, maybe your results aren't as good, but actually looking at the guys you're beating, they're mm -hmm. way better. Yeah. Yeah, last year we had a lot of injured riders eh, yeah. at the end of the year and now I think uh, we still have the, the, yeah, the, whole, uh, the whole class, yeah. I think. Well, most um, of the injured guys would be behind you anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I felt great this year, you know, I, I made a big step again, I would say, and uh, yeah, I'm really happy in the team also. It's just hard to be consistent the whole year and uh, like it's not a lack of motivation but it's it's hard to to uh, give yourself every weekend 100% like I've, I feel like I think everyone feels the same but I'm getting a little bit tired you know like everyone does but uh, still like uh, I'm really looking forward to these last races like Arco I like this track I think I can do good there again uh, Spain is something new for me I haven't been there but uh, yeah it's not that easy. <laughs> Speaking of tracks, uh, what did you think of this one for a GP? Yeah, it was something new. Eh? Like uh, I never expected that we would have a GP here. To be honest, like I did two or three times the international race here, and yeah, like I thought already. Like when we came here, it was really hard to pass one line. I mean, not really a GP track, I would say, but it's cool to have an old school track. But uh, yeah, it's not not so easy, no. What's uh, what's your situation for next year? Are you riding for a deal at the moment? Do you have options? Like, how are we looking? for next year at the moment uh i mean i hope i can stay is that an op is that an option is that like or do you just have to wait and see with them yeah they they would like that i stay but it's uh it's also something with yama and i think they're also waiting for yama a little bit like how much budget they have and stuff and i'm i'm yeah i don't really know i don't have a manager so it's not that i'm, that I'm talking about this stuff every weekend yeah. you know so i'm yeah i do everything by myself so i just have to wait and see a little bit like yeah, like I said, uh, it's a little bit. I feel like it's still a little bit quiet in the paddock, to yeah. be honest. Like I haven't heard a lot of rumors yet or something. There are a few rumors for sure, but uh, I mean, yeah, I really like these guys where I'm now. So I hope I can stay with yeah with these guys, to be honest. You're not stressed about it though. Like you feel like everything's fine, and you're not gonna have to go back to the British Championship, are you? Like Jesus? No. <laughs> I mean, like if I see if I see my results, like normally I should I should get a ride again. I mean, it's not that I. Uh, yeah, still quite a few factory riders even sometimes yeah. behind me. So uh, uh, it's always a little bit stress, you know, for yeah. sure. Like you have to sign every year a new contract. It's not that I had like a you know, multiple year deal or something. But uh, yeah, we just have to wait and see and, uh, and, and still like show some results, you know, at the end of the year because that, that's, that's important. That's what I... Uh, uh, yeah, don't forget, I would say. Yeah. yeah, last thing, that's where you're actually quite screwed because, like I said, beginning of the season, incredible. Like, maybe you were the most, like, what did you say, most surprising, most impressive, yeah. one of those. Um, when, you come, when it comes time to talk to teams, they don't really care about that. They care about the results right now, which yeah. is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> really stupid as a, as a business, but that's just how they play the game. Yeah, that's right. I mean, like I said, you know, when I broke my ribs, this was a really hard time for me. Like, uh, I lost a little bit of confidence. And uh, I just need to get that back, you know. Like this year, it's 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 a lot about confidence, I think, because everyone's so fast. So it's yeah. Let's finish. Yeah, try to finish strong, you know. Hey, uh, ben Watson, uh, MXGP of France. Obviously, not the day you would have wanted, but that was kind of decided after qualifying because very narrow track, very one-line track. No one really made any passes at all. And yeah, from where you qualified, it was, I guess you kind of knew that it was going to be a difficult day or even an impossible day. 
yeah i mean qualifying's just been the same story every week um this this like this morning i had an exceptionally bad feeling but um yeah, i don't really know why it's just you know to to put everything into one lap and yeah i was full with arm pump and just didn't have the feeling at all like that connection with the track and yeah everything's so close here it's like one second between 10 guys all the time so when you're just not on it you're missing that one two seconds you're you're literally out of the top 20 so that was the same story this this morning in qualifying and yeah the start here was like really really unfair so i mean qualifying was bad i can't complain about it and uh yeah after that to come through the pack was really really difficult but i mean i actually did get two really good starts um just in the first one, I guess someone touched Prado on the inside and just pushed us both basically off track. And then second one, similar story, because I was just coming from the outside. Everyone pushes out and just, you know, slams you off yeah. track. But two starts were actually okay. Um, speaking of starts, I just spoke to Prado and he complained. He qualified around you, obviously. He complained because the box was closer to the inside than normal. And he said that screwed him and everyone who was around him. So did you feel screwed by that? Because I didn't even I didn't even know this was a thing. I thought the box was in the same place everywhere. Yeah, no. Normally, obviously, you have twenty on the inside. Yeah. You have the box twenty on the outside. And and here they had like um, fourteen or fifteen, I think it was. And then after that, they also closed two gates on the inside. So there was like eleven or twelve guys or something on the inside. Then it was the box, and then it was you know the full rest of the field. And honestly, the start. It annoys me why they do it because they all they need to do is just change the angle of the the gate, yeah. literally, and then you can make it you know quite even for everybody. But no, it was was how it was, and yeah, that just meant you needed to be better in qualifying. <laughs> Simple. What's the deal with uh, your ankle? Uh, yeah, I just was coming into one corner and just lost the front a little bit and just dabbed my foot pretty hard. Um, I've had everything checked out and it's all fine, but obviously after I did that, it's just been a been a big struggle i was on the struggle bus so anyway like now i know that everything's fine i just had like a where the impact was just a bit of a hematoma on one nerve so when i actually did it i had a real strange sensation riding and yeah almost stopped actually but um i carried on and then started the, the feelings got a little bit better so i just carried on i knew it wasn't you know like a bone or something and uh yeah i thought i'll worry about it after so <laughs> now it's a bit sore but and now it's okay um, two-part question. I know exactly how this is going to go. Uh, you've raced here for the international. You won here. Uh, won second year on Yamaha. Yeah, that... yeah. So great. You've had great success here. When you race here for the international, do you like it? Um, for an international, it's different. <clears throat> you have a few top guys, and then kind of that's it. But to bring a GP here, it's too small. It is too small. And at the international, you know, it's winter. It's like February, I think it is normally. And then you have a lot more moisture on the ground, and there's a lot. It's a lot more technical, a lot more lines. Um, it was strange, like we went from last week with big, massive ruts from corner to corner, and then came here, and it was just. I mean, the racing's better like this. Yeah. The conditions like this, like it was a lot better in that way. But then the track was just a little bit too tight for, you know, to really get bars banging. Let's say, but um, no. I enjoyed the people on your Instagram last week who decided to tell you that in your Instagram caption you should have pointed out all of the riders who did well. Like, oh, what about Comrade? He did well. Like, I enjoyed the people. I enjoyed the people who think that your Instagram caption is now like a race report for the entire GP. 
it's fine. Prado has just done a public announcement and said the fans know nothing. Yeah. So <laughs> it's all, they're, they're having a great time listening to this, but I like those people. Yeah, no. I mean, what they don't understand is if you're actually there on the day and you watch it, like Conrad in that situation was the fastest ride on track. More than one lap, yeah. like consistently the fastest ride on track. And he came from 20-something to seven. Whereas if you're the fastest rider on the track, you should be making passes every single lap and you should be able to get to the, you know, top five yeah, minimum. Yeah. So, uh, honestly, if I think, I think if there's more options, he would have, you know, got himself yeah. well up there. Um, I guess it's time we need to talk about this. Next year, obviously it's a recurring question. Yeah. Um, where are we at now? I think everyone knows where we're at now, but in your own words, where are we at now? You all know more than me. I mean, I'm sick of going on the internet and reading so many rumours that I'm going to Kawasaki or I'm, yeah, I have no... I've no seen these rumours. People, what, people are saying... So, you're... Gate, you're, drop. you're Gate drop posting unofficial stuff, as usual. And uh, Okay, I look forward to getting an email about that, but... <laughs> yeah, but it's not correct because... It, it's not fair on a rider like me yeah. who other teams think oh, okay Ben signed with Kawasaki when it's really not true at the moment I have no no ride for next year so it's difficult because uh, yeah people go around the paddock and the one person says something in the morning by the afternoon the whole paddock knows so it's difficult to to hear those and see them posted all over the internet when it's really really not true and Right now, I I don't have have anything. It's all I can say. Right, that's why I'm here because we're I'm here not to say my opinion. We're getting it from you. So, Yamaha isn't looking good for next year as far as factory, or is that is as it decided? Far as factory, yeah. I have also no real news from Yamaha. because so, people have been saying that's a done deal, but it's not a done deal. Yeah, I've been told that I won't stay there. Okay, but, so um, that's done. Yeah, yeah, it's it's done. Yeah. Okay, I mean, so you have no, but you have no ride. You obviously have, obviously people are I've talking to options. you. I've got options, but it's really not what I want. That's all I can say. So if there are any teams listening to this, hello American teams, yeah. hello MXGP teams. This these podcasts have got a rider a deal in the past that he was yeah. very happy with. So, just yeah, but, yeah, no, cool. no, yeah, I've, I haven't got anything. There's literally not more I can say at the moment. I don't have a team for next year. Simple. Are you stressed? what can I do I mean okay it's hard right now it's a crucial time and I've had a terrible terrible day um, it's just one of the days we have them in motocross and yeah but no I'm not stressed what can I do I can get all stressed over it and worried about it but at the end of the day like I go racing every weekend I give my all I do what I can people will see your potential or if they think they can work with you and and it will go from there so I mean I'm known in the paddock Everybody knows me as a person and as a rider, so... And a wagon. Yeah, and the Watson wagon. <laughs> so, uh, we'll just see. It's just patience. Okay, I'm ending on... I'm, I'm As the chief driver of a Watson wagon, I'm bringing this around and ending it here. We're 12 rounds in. You have been the best 450 rookie this year by far. There's no question of it. No one can... If anyone wants to argue with that me, argue that me, argue that with me, please send me a message and I'll quite happily have that <laughs> out with you. Um... Okay, sometimes you have a Fevre who comes in, he yeah. wins a title. Okay, brilliant. That doesn't happen. That happens random. I'm pretty sure no one even knows why that happened. You've had a very good season. You've been top five at times. You've run top three. You've run top two even. Um, you've held the pace for 10 minutes. You've had the pace for 15 minutes. You've had one lap speed. As a whole, 
there's nothing wrong with your rookie season. And I, I, I strongly believe that. Everyone I talk to, I've spoken to other teams in the paddock who have said, your rookie season's been really impressive. So you must feel the same. Yeah, no, I'm honestly, I'm happy with it. I mean, I've just been a bit too up and down. Like, the day, the bad days have been really bad. And I've had three or four of them now. Like, this is, for me, has been a really bad day. Turkey was two really bad days, and Russia was a really bad day. Otherwise, like... I've been almost every moto inside the top 10. So, yeah, on a whole, like, when you see the names, there's still no one missing out the races. And, like, this is a full-stack field and has been all season. And you see the level of, like, Fever and Hurlins and Geyser and Prada. I mean, it's insane. Honestly, I don't believe there's anyone that's been on this level before. America, Europe, to this day, I don't think there's anyone that's been on the level that the top guys in MHGP are on now, honestly. So overall no, I do I do feel, you know, positive and I just feel like I'm in a bit of a I've just been put in a bit of a sicky situation with the whole Yamaha thing because I do feel like I could have stayed where I was. Like the team are happy with me, Yamaha is happy with me, but there's a few circumstances which have literally left me without a seat and well, we have to blame Jeremy partly. It's not even a joke. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even a joke. If Jeremy had done his job, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, also with Renault, like there's there's clauses in his contract which, when he's world champion, you know, he has the option to go up, and there's there's a few different situations, and yeah, it's just what it is. Like there's nothing I can do. Okay, uh, Mikhail Harab, MXGP of uh, France. Uh, today was really positive. There were little positive points from both motos and even qualifying. Yeah. But this has kind of been a little streak for you now. Like, even the last couple of weeks, there's been those, like, coming up through the ranks, EMX 125, EMX 250, you were always a blazing fast guy and fast for one lap and fast for one sector. Yeah. And that's kind of coming back, which is, yeah. is that's good. Yeah, I, well, obviously, I've been working hard the last couple of weeks as well. Uh, I ran into a little uh, um, sickness uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, and I've been dealing with that while doing the GPs, which is difficult with the traveling and stuff. But I feel like we've been managing it well. Uh, so despite that, I've managed to do top tens now, decent qualifying, you know, in top five. And uh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm very happy with the work I'm putting in at the moment. Obviously, I'm motivated to to keep performing the rest of the season and uh, also just to get a good ride for next yeah. year. Uh, obviously, it's important for me. I have three years left in the class. Uh, so I have some good potential uh, So, but yeah I'm just trying my best trying to be as much in top 10 as possible even top 5 would be awesome for me uh, but yeah you know it's difficult it's a tight uh, tight pack you know Yeah, I think people forget as well like you have been to rock bottom a little bit since you joined this team. Like obviously, you joined this team on a high with a podium. Since then, you've kind of been to rock bottom, and now this is you coming back up. And it's going to take time, but that's why these little fast laps, fast sectors are encouraging, because that means the speed's still in you, and the rest will come. Yeah, well, already in the practice, you can see it. You know, Obviously, it comes first in practice, and then you got to shoot in the race afterwards. And yeah, the last couple of months, I've been uh, really fast in practice. Uh, last time I had that speed was probably during the winter time, where I then afterwards caught an injury with the, you know, where I made that massive Superman yeah. in Italy in the preseason. So and yeah, since then I've been working my way back up, and uh, yeah, it takes time, especially when you want to do it uh, consistently. Because my goal has been not to just do one or two GPs good, you know. Yeah. I've been trying to take it race by race and really putting in the work and not stressing too much. And at the moment, it's it's paying off. Yeah, no, definitely. Like even uh 
Sekimoto, you had the fastest sector in sector two twice. Yeah. Like, that's good. Yeah. Um, what did you think of this track as a GP? Like, obviously, uh, everyone, well, most people have raced here before. It does yeah. adult races. It does pre-season internationals. But, it, like, it's different and it's nice, but it's not great. <laughs> I, yeah, just like you said, it's basically the feeling we have. It's not a bad track for riding if you weren't practicing, you know, with the... The jumps, the, the corners are nice, but it's just difficult to do some passing. And I think that's what the track is missing, you know, some places where the track is a little bit wider and not so slow, yeah. so people have some option to pass, because uh, probably as you can see on the in the races, it's uh, people are just following each other, and if you keep the inside line, nobody's going to pass you if you make no mistakes. Uh, but man, yeah, it's a, it's also a track, and it was challenging, especially the second motor. It was it was re really edgy, and uh, you had to be really smooth on the bike. So it's 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 a good training, uh, but I wouldn't say it's the best racing track. I mean, there's so many other tracks which have been better in France, obviously. What uh, what's the crack for next year then? Do you have an option maybe to stay at this team? Have you got to find something new? Should I be worried? Uh, you shouldn't be worried at all. <laughs> Uh, I mean, if I just keep on doing my thing now, you won't. Uh, you definitely won't miss me next year. I'll be there. Uh, no, things are looking good for me. I I haven't signed anything at the moment, uh, which I like. Uh, I have my options, and uh, I, yeah, I feel re really confident for next year. You have good options, then. People are talking to you. You have like, you have more than one thing that's like, okay, that will be fine. Of course, I. You're not like talking about your options as being a man with a van and a tent. No, no, no. <laughs> well, for me, that would also be fine. But I have my priorities, obviously. And uh, but the most important thing for me is that I feel at home. I feel like I can do my work and do my thing. And uh, yeah, I have, I have exactly what I need. I'm just uh, yeah, fine tuning everything, and uh, we will see where we end up late on the season. Hey, uh, comrade, who's <coughs> uh MXGP of France uh, obviously not the day you would have wanted but I feel like from qualifying on that was kind of a day you had kind of like handed to you because this track tight hard to pass on and obviously you're quite out there in the gates so good start was kind of impossible so yeah like kind of screwed from qualifying but still you've had a good month like this is one blip man back to work next week yeah no definitely it's not been 100% it's not been the weekend that any of us wanted or worked for you know so it's been difficult for, for me and the whole team obviously to, to kind of accept these results um, so yeah it's certainly not where I want to be but straight off from the get go this morning in qualifying I just didn't 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 gel with the track and didn't have that kind of I was almost missing that aggression that I've had the last couple of weeks you know and we're going to go back to work this week and um and yeah, work towards the work towards the next few rounds really. But obviously, the the qualifying position this weekend was key with the start, um, and um, and that didn't help me all weekend. So I was definitely off the pace this weekend. Um, but we're going to go back to the drawing board this week, put some hard work in, um, and then we're going to come out swinging in Spain. That's the thing. Like, even if you were feeling it and you felt amazing, starting in twentieth, like you maybe would have got to fourteenth. Like, there was no way anyone was going from twentieth to ninth on this track. No way. No, definitely not. And I always, from the past when I raced in international and things like that, I always thought this was quite a rutty technical track. But for some reason, it wasn't like that this year. Um, and yeah, it was difficult to pass. But at the end of the day, it's not an excuse. Like. You know what I mean? Everyone, everyone's yeah. the same out there. We all had the same track. We were all riding the same thing. So, yeah, it's it's one of those weekends, and yeah, it, all I can do is apologise to the team for all their hard work that they put in, and this is the results that I give back. So, it's for sure not the not the greatest, and um, 
yeah, it won't happen again for the rest of the season. I guess you did this pre-season race <coughs> on a Husky. Like, I guess, obviously, I guess you didn't do it with this team, but you would have done it Husky? Yeah. What, so, like, obviously been four years. Uh, much like you remember, much different. Obviously, pre-season race, much smaller, less good guys, so I guess it's better. But what did you think of it for a GP? Um, I always knew it was going to be quite tight for a GP. Um, and I think most people knew that as well. It's very narrow. And I was quite interested when I got here to see what the track was like. But it was... Um, they, they hadn't changed the layout at oh, all. So even since you were last here in 2016 or whatever? 2016 it is exactly the same layout. They've added a few waves in, that's it. So. I don't think they've changed the village in like 100 years. No, so. it doesn't look like that, that's for sure. So, yeah, so no, it's exactly the same. It was always going to be quite difficult if you didn't get the start. Um, but yeah, that's one thing we need to get to work on this week is I've I've been I've had a good few weeks, you know. I've, I've got the motos done, I've been working hard, and the speed's been really good. And there was just something missing this weekend. And... Um, Obviously, a couple of a couple of starts. If I had a better qualifying, might have helped that. Um, who knows? But yeah, we're looking to get back to work this week, tick some starts off, get the motors done, get some training done, and then, like I said, come back out swinging, ready for a, ready for a solid end to the season. Yeah, look, it doesn't matter. Like, okay, today was rough, but the last month, or maybe even more than a month, the last little while has been really good, consistently good. Like, so clearly you're on a good roll. One blip doesn't change anything, and you're going into Spain, which last <gasps> year was your I'd say probably your number one place of the season. Like you run real with Spain. So fuck this. On to Spain. Yeah, no, definitely. That's exactly my attitude. Um I'm just gonna I'm not gonna get my head down like at the end of the day it is what it it's is. It's fine now. It's in yeah, it's in the past and everyone has bad weekends, you know, and like it's they're starting to come not as often, which yeah. is good for me. Um so like I said, I'm gonna yeah, come come back out swinging in Spain and uh, hopefully get another pole there. That'd be nice.